Thank you for joining us for this week's message from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. Each week we share thought-provoking and life-changing teachings on topics that are important and relevant to you in your life. We hope that you will be encouraged by our weekly podcast and will tune in regularly. Now let's join the First Christian Church of Great Bend for this week's message. Good morning, everybody. You get the joy of listening to me today for the first time ever on what is clearly the most important day of the year because Josh hasn't figured out that a mom's real wish on Mother's Day is to make zero decisions and maybe do nothing for an entire day. Am I right, moms? All kidding aside, thank you guys for joining us today. Usually when Josh isn't preaching, it seems like most people schedule vacation, but I'm very thankful that you are joining us. Today is the day we focus on and celebrate moms, grandmothers, aunties, big sisters, stepmoms, foster moms, and those women who long to be mothers but aren't there yet. So. I'm gonna speak about something I do actually know a little bit about, the impossible task of motherhood. So most of us mamas probably had a dream or vision about what motherhood would look like. You know, that vision of what the baby's room would be like, how you're gonna dress your baby, how your child will always listen to you. And, of course, you probably had your baby's name picked out way before you ever became pregnant. Now, some of us thought about these things from a very young age and spent years playing dolls, planning, and dreaming about the day that we would become a mom. And some, well, they didn't really picture what being a mom would be like until they had that aha moment. You know the one I'm talking about, the, uh, oh my goodness, I'm going to be a mom moment. Take a second and go back to that moment. Whether it was when you first laid eyes on your baby, or when you saw a positive pregnancy test, or felt those first flutters in your, be in your belly, or maybe it was when you heard your baby's heartbeat for the first time. For me, when it really hit me was when they handed Maddie to me after delivery, and my first thoughts and words were, that's my baby. That's my baby. That moment, whatever it is for you, is when the emotions hit, all the wanderings and dreams and the hopes you have for what this new life will hold start to come together. And chances are those emotions still flood you because that's your baby. But after the magic and wonderment wears off, reality begins to hit. Speaking of reality, let's be real. Moms have to do it all. Not only do we carry a baby for what feels like 10,000 days, we give up our bodies, we go through the beautiful experience of childbirth, and we're given this tiny human and we're tasked with feeding it, sometimes hourly, and we're expected to keep it alive indefinitely with some help from our partners and families, of course. But for some of us, we couldn't even keep a chia pet alive. And now, 
God trusts us with this tiny human. And somewhere between those hourly feedings, the terrible twos, the teenage years, doubt creeps in. Am I good enough? What if I'm making a terrible mistake? This isn't what being a mom was supposed to be like. Or this isn't how I pictured it. Any of the mamas here able to relate? Maybe your reality is that you're a single mom or a stepmom or even a foster mom. And maybe that isn't how you pictured yourself as a mother. Sometimes our truth is very different from our dream. And maybe it's been great and you wouldn't change a thing. Or maybe it's been a complete struggle and you need a little love and encouragement. Maybe your truth is that you're longing to be a mother and you just can't figure out why you haven't been blessed yet. I know many days that heartache is unbearable and this day is especially hard. Take time to grieve and know that we see you and we love you. And just in case you were wondering what my dream was and what I often feel like my reality is, this meme that's been around on social media sums it up pretty perfectly. But the truth is, no matter what your exact mom story is, sometimes being a mom feels impossible. And as that reality begins to sink in, you begin to doubt yourself more and you start to compare yourself to others. Maybe it's the Instagram moms, maybe it's the stay-at-home moms or the Pinterest moms, the have-it-all career moms. I know we've all been there thinking, wow, she has it all. Her house is perfect, her kids have matching socks. Can we please, please just normalize mismatched socks, please? And then you look at their homemade meals and their perfectly set table. And then the kicker comes, that mom still has a social life. And little by little, your joy fades as you compare yourself to others. You want in on a secret? Comparison is the thief of joy. And many of us have fallen into that trap all too easily. And I'm here to tell you, I don't consider myself an expert on many things, but I do know this. Those doubts that creep in, the comparison that takes over, those are lies, and they aren't the words of our Creator. But in case you're still sitting here thinking, that's great and all, but you don't know how big of a failure I am. Let's look into some biblical mothers and see just how impossible their roles were and how some of them really seemed like unlikely choices for motherhood. The Bible shows us over and over that women were handpicked by God to be mothers, even in surprising or unpredictable ways. We have, of course, a virgin mother, mothers who are well past childbearing years, mothers who had to do unthinkable tasks, women who longed to be mothers but had to wait or ask other women to have children for them. There are many accounts of unlikely mothers who, at times, were given what seemed like impossible tasks, but ultimately, they were handpicked by God. 
So let's jump in. These are just a few of my favorite biblical mothers because I know you don't want to be here all day. So Sarah. Sarah is a great example of a mother who waited and waited and waited and then waited some more. She was probably around 90 years old when she gave birth to Isaac. And I just can't even with that. I mean, can we take a second and imagine being 90 years old and becoming a first-time mom? I'm nearing 40, and most days I am completely exhausted trying to keep up with my two kids. And Sarah was surprised herself. In Genesis 21, verse 6, Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. And honestly, this is a story I held on to over the years when I seemed to be surrounded by others who were becoming moms, and I desperately longed to be one myself. Next up is another favorite, Moses' mother, Jacobed. I love her story because I feel it portrays what being a mom is all about. She makes a way for her child to live when it seemed like there was no way. So here's how this story goes. The Pharaoh commanded all Hebrew baby boys to be sent down the Nile River. Jacobed not only hid Moses for three months, but she then placed him in a basket lined with tar and sent him down the Nile River. Now, that could have been the end, but this mama thought of everything. Her daughter Miriam watched to see what would happen to Moses. And as the Pharaoh's daughter went to the river to bathe, she saw the basket. Her servants retrieved it for her, and inside she found this baby crying. She knew he was a Hebrew child, and she felt sorry for him. Miriam then spoke up and asked her if she would like to fetch a Hebrew woman to nurse the baby. She agreed, and Jacobed returned with her daughter to nurse her own baby. Pharaoh's daughter paid Jacobed to nurse and raise the baby until he was old enough to come live with her. She then adopted him as her son and named him Moses. Jacobed could have just given up, but instead she was determined and she had a plan to save her child. And that's what we do for our kids. We often make a way when there is no way. I think of the mothers who have kiddos with medical conditions, physical or learning disabilities, and I see women who continually find a way when there is no way. But in general, I feel like that's what we do as moms. We do whatever it takes to help nurture and grow our children, and sometimes that means we have to make really hard decisions. Now, Elizabeth is a mother that sometimes gets overlooked when reading through the Bible. She's only found in one chapter, after all. Her husband is Zechariah, and they were faithful servants of the Lord. He was a priest, yet Elizabeth had not given birth to any children. Now, at the time, that would be something others would explain by saying that Elizabeth was too sinful to bear children. However, that was not true. 
Elizabeth believed and held true to her faith in God that she would be blessed with a child. And even when her husband questioned this, she held firm to the promise that was spoken to her. And not only did God bless her with a child, her child John would become a great prophet, John the Baptist. Elizabeth and Zechariah raised John and taught him in the ways of the Lord. They believed in God's plan for their son. And Elizabeth, she was a mother with great faith. She believed that God would fulfill his promises no matter how impossible they seem. This is told to us in Luke 1, 45. Now, we can't go through Mother's Day without mentioning Mary, right? She is likely the most well-known mother in the Bible. We shouldn't glaze over her story, though. As a young teenager, she is told that she will bear a child that is the son of the Most High. And instead of freaking out and running the other way, like many of us would, Mary graciously and faithfully carries out God's plan, trusting him fully. God knew that Mary was strong and could handle what would come with being the mother of Jesus. He knew people would stare at her and Jesus in disbelief. He knew they would not believe how this child was conceived. He knew that she would watch this child take his first and last breaths, and he picked her above all other women. Mary was blessed among women, as Elizabeth told her in Luke 1, verse 42. She gave the ultimate sacrifice and went through what many of us deem as our worst fear. Mary was strong, courageous, a woman of complete faith. And for me, her story reminds me that there is truly nothing that I can't endure as a mother as long as I keep God by my side. God didn't give us a spirit of cowardice, and when I'm feeling weak or discouraged, I turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, which tells us God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. What I hope you can see is that each of these women were put in some seemingly impossible situations as mothers. And yet, each of them were handpicked by God to be in that role. You were handpicked too. The truth is that you, yes you, and even you, and you, were chosen by God to be your child's mother. He chose you knowing exactly what you would do really well, and even where you would struggle and make mistakes. And it can be so easy to forget these words and allow the feelings of worthlessness and doubt to take over. Yet, we're the ones stuck comparing ourselves to others. God doesn't see you and your potential in anybody else. God handpicked you to be exactly who you are, flaws and all. So those doubts that are creeping in when you're hiding in a closet, eating leftover Halloween candy and crying? Remember, those are not words from God. I want you to think of two women that you can call, 
jot their names down, and keep them someplace that you can refer back to the next time you lose your mom mojo. Because the truth is, God handpicked you to be your child's mother, but none of us have to do it alone. No matter how you came to be a mom, what your life was like before becoming a mom, no matter what mistakes you have made or will make, God chose you, and he doesn't make mistakes. We know that the joy, the heartache, the worry, and the stress is all worth it in the end. Just take a peek at what some fellow moms say to remind us about why being a mom is worth it. I've just always wanted to be a mom, and I love everything about it. Um, all of the good, the bad, those innocent truth bombs that just hit us with their complete honesty in those moments and it just makes you think and then all those times that they learn something and you hear it forever and ever and ever um, over and over the connection and understanding of how God must feel and love us because I see and feel those things um, with my daughters every day. The good things, the joys when they make the choices that I would hope that they would make and do the things that I would hope they would do. And also the grace and the understanding when they make a choice that I would prefer they didn't or fight with each other or things like that. I, I just can feel and understand God's connection with us through them. Seeing our love for Jesus and knowing that no matter where their life takes them, we've been able to give them something that they can bring with them wherever they go. We uh, enjoy the wonderful victories and are so proud of them and they present as gorgeous grandchildren. At the same time, we um, are sad with them in their trials and tribulations. But the hardest thing to know is how to parent, when to hold your opinions to yourself. And I've come to believe that our real role as adult parents is to be there to listen and also to turn them over to the Lord. They were never really ours to begin with. We were entrusted at the time of their conception to raise them as beautiful people learning to let go the older they get and trusting them and trusting what we've installed now in them to help them later on. Love your children unconditionally. Spend quality time with them and make sure that they know how special they are. What I want you to remember is that we were all handpicked to do something amazing. Even though we focused on moms today, I hope you will think about what you have been chosen to do. Because the truth is, you were handpicked for something special also. So moms, go out and keep doing the impossible every day. And do it with confidence, knowing that you were not chosen by accident. You are handpicked by the creator of the universe to be a mom to your babies. And he didn't make a mistake. 
even if your reality isn't exactly what you dreamed of. Remember, God didn't give us a spirit of cowardice, but a spirit of power and love and self-discipline. You're a mom, and you've got this. Let us pray. God, today we come to you grateful for the gift of mothers. Thank you for choosing our moms carefully. We know being a mom isn't always easy, and Lord, we ask that you give moms strength when they feel weak, hope when they feel hopeless, give them courage to ask for help when they need it. Father, reassure them that when they doubt themselves, that they are enough. We ask you to be with those who are grieving today. Wrap your arms of comfort around them and bring them peace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's fccgbk.com. May you have a blessed week.